Are you an aspiring creative in entertainment, business, fashion, design, or the arts? Do you want to elevate your creative passion project to the next level? Then this show is for you. Whether you want a career in television, film, radio, literature, music, or beyond, Creative Breakthrough will show you how to take your dreams and turn them into reality. This show will not only leave you feeling motivated and inspired, but also provide you real-life tools to pursue the creative journey you have always wanted. I'm your host, creative coach, and chicken wing lover, Shireen Kassab, a.k.a. The Funny Brown Girl. Yes, I have an unhealthy obsession with chicken wings. Now, get ready to flex your creative muscle. Welcome back to another episode of The Creative Breakthrough. I'm your host, Shireen Kassam. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast on your Apple device, can you just quickly press subscribe and then scroll down, rate and review, and then click on the three circular buttons and share this episode with someone you think may who may enjoy this, whether they are a creative, an artist, or someone who just enjoys podcasts. I would appreciate the love. You may be wondering, why am I asking you guys to do all of this right at the beginning of the podcast? Well, this episode is about promoting yourself. And I thought, what better way than to promote my podcast? I want to say thank you to all of you for listening, for subscribing, for sharing and reviewing. A special shout out to all the listeners in the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Czech Republic, Croatia, and Malaysia. You guys are my top listeners and I appreciate it. Please send me a message. I would love to hear from you what you like about the podcast, what you don't like about the podcast, and what you would like to hear on future episodes. You You can hit me up info at funnybrowngirl.com or slide into my DM on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It's funny brown girl. Like I said today, I want to talk to you about how to promote yourself. I think it is so important and a lot of people, especially creatives, don't realize how much effort it takes or that it's part of the job. It's so important for artists and creatives to be on social media, to be on Instagram, to be on YouTube, to have their art shared with the world, to create content. And you can be the most talented person in the world, but if you're not doing these things, if you're not sharing it with the world, you may not get discovered. Of course, there's always that one person who does get discovered by not being on social media, but that's just, that's just the, not the way society is going today. Society is all about finding that next star on social media. And so you need to be there to get found. You need to be promoting yourself every minute of the day. And, and it's tiring. I will not lie to you. It is tiring to promote yourself all the time. And I'm not saying that I do it 24 seven, but I do carve out time for myself to do it. So we're going to walk through some things that I wish I had known when I was first starting out with my passion project and what I'm trying to do now. And then I'm also going to go into some details about what I think is important to do and not to do. Now you may be thinking, I'm not ready to be promoting myself yet. I just started my hobby. I just started my creative passion. I'm nowhere close to letting people know about what I do. But you know what? We're always going to be in that phase. We're always going to think we're not ready. We're not on the best showcase yet. We haven't landed that first film. We haven't been invited to showcase our talents. And so we never feel like we're ready, but we are ready. It's like opening a business. Businesses sometimes take forever to open because they don't feel like they've done anything right. And they still have to like perfect the paint in the building and perfect the signage and the graphics and their mailings and all this stuff. But there's actually this thing called the lean startup. 
And it's all about just starting, just starting and putting a feeler out there to see if your business is even worth it. Is it your business even going to gather traction? And I'm not saying your creative passion is like a business in this sense, because you yourself are in charge of your own business and your own passion. So you can have it gather as much traction or least traction as you want. But I'm just giving an example about how these lean startups are just all about like putting it out there and seeing what happens. And that's what we have to do as creatives, put ourselves out there and see what happens. I really wish that when I had first started doing comedy, I had started promoting myself earlier. I was really shy when I started doing comedy. As you, as many of you may have heard my previous episodes, I never knew I was going to be a comedian. I wasn't an outgoing person. I wasn't the class clown. I was an introvert. And so I really had to practice my skill of putting myself out there. And when I started doing comedy, this luckily social media existed. So I didn't have to do as much face to face, but I still had to do face to face. My first my first comment when it comes to promoting yourself would be to be shameless, but not irritating. Now you may be thinking, okay, that's a really fine line that you don't want me to cross, Shireen. And what is the difference between shameless and irritating? Okay. Shameless is kind of what I did when I started this podcast. I made it about me. I was a little shameless. Irritating is if I was to stop again right now and make the same announcement. And then every 30 seconds or five minutes into this podcast, I would make the same announcement. You may find that irritating. A better example is I am a stand up comedian and I do a lot of shows. And there is this new guy who is also a stand up comedian. But when I say new, he's been doing it at about a year now. So he, he's, he's been in the game long enough to know the rules. And so he came to one of my shows. It was me. It was a three person show. He, I was featuring, I was the middle act. He came to the show. I was like, Oh, that's cool. He's coming to learn. Cause that's what I used to do when I first started out. I would just go to shows, just sit there and watch and learn. And especially if I knew I was going to be performing in that same venue in a few weeks, I would always go just to get a lay of the land, see the people, just get an idea of what's to come, like doing your homework, basically. And so he comes to the show. He walks up to me. He greets me and he's like, Hey, Shireen, how are you? And I'm like, great. And he's like, yo, we should work together someday. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Let's find some time and chat about it. Because again, here's the thing. I'm a creative. And like most of you, I'm in my head. I am trying to get ready for a show. I don't have time to talk to you right now about working together in the future. But all I remember saying is, yeah, let's get in touch at a later time. And he said, how about we talk about it now? How about we work together today? And I just looked at him. I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, put me on the show tonight. Now, that was irritating for three reasons. One, it was irritating because he was cocky and arrogant about it. Like, yo, put me on the show tonight. Like, two, I'd never seen him perform before. So he gave me no reason to put him on the show. And three, he knows the rules that I can't just put him on the show. I'm not the booker. I'm not the promoter. You can't come and ask the middle act or the big, the first opener. You've got to ask the promoter or the booker. You have to go through the right channels and procedures. So now I have to be like, no, you can't because I don't have that kind of power. And he's like, oh, well, just do it. And I'm like, no, I can't just do it. And so it just got really uncomfortable really quickly because I was just like, why are you stepping to me like this? You know, I don't have that authority and you should know better. And so that's irritating. So always just know your place. Always know who you're talking to, who you should be talking to, and be aware of how you're coming across. Again, get started early. So for me, when I first started doing comedy, if I had to do it all over again, these are the things that I would have done differently. So first of all, purchase a domain name. I did do that. I picked my name out and then I went and purchased the domain. Now, here's the thing with domain names. 
you can wait and purchase your domain name, domain name. You don't necessarily need a website today, but a couple reasons why I would suggest getting a domain name today. One is more and more people are coming out on this earth and more and more people are buying domain names. There's a small pool now available of names that than there used to be before, right? So unless you have like a very unique name, you may not be able to get your domain name with your name in it. And when I started doing comedy, I used to only go by my first name because I didn't want anybody to find me. But Shereen.com was taken. So after a lot of thought and brainstorming, I came up with Funny Brown Girl and I just went ahead and bought the domain name. I, I can't really remember why I decided that I wanted a website, but I just remember thinking um, I should go and get that. And it also helps copyright your name. So I think that's exactly, actually, that's what it was. I was talking to a lawyer and they were like, you should trademark it to make sure that other people don't start calling themselves the funny brown girl. But I didn't want to pay for the trademark because it was expensive. But he was like, well, if you get the domain name, then we can always prove that you had the domain name first and you had branded yourself as the funny brown girl. So now nobody else can come and take it because you can always show them proof. So that was one of the reasons that I chose to do funnybrowngirl.com. I also bought shereenkassam.com because I thought, hey, what if I ever decide that I do want to start using my full name and I want to have another option because for some reason, um, funny brown girl is just not working anymore and I want to be more professional. So I also bought my name. Domain names can be pretty cheap depending on where you get them from. I buy all of mine from GoDaddy. This is in no way a referral or recommendation to go there. Do your research. Uh, but GoDaddy usually is offering specials. Like it's like $3 for the first year and then it goes up to $10 to $15 for the second year and on and on and on. Um, if you really think that you're going to stick with your passion project, you can go ahead and buy it for five years and I think you get a better rate. Um, once you buy the domain, domain name, set up a website. Now there's a lot of opportunities or ways to set up free websites. When you purchase your domain name from GoDaddy, I would suggest you call them because sometimes they'll offer you their free websiteing, website builder for free. And so see if they'll just add that in with your domain name. If not, you can always use Wix.com and then point your domain to your Wix site. But here's the thing. Now you might be thinking, what am I going to put on my website? Like I'm not even doing anything. I just got started. I haven't booked any shows. I don't have any commercials. I haven't started acting. I don't have any art. Like what do you want me to put on this site? Okay. One, you always have something. You always have yourself. So you can start by just putting up a picture of yourself and a bio. Who are you? Why are you pursuing what you're pursuing? What got you started in it? You can put links to your social media. But here's the thing that I think is super important and I wish I had done it. Set up a mailing list. Collect email addresses from people who come to your site. Now, there's a lot of free ways to do this. A lot of times the website builder that you use will, will have the capabilities of doing this or you can use something like MailChimp.com, which is also free for the beginner's package. And you can set up one of those pop-ups that when someone's on your site, there's, there'll be a pop-up and then they can input their email address and there you have it. The, the good thing about using like a third party like MailChimp versus doing it directly on your website is that if you ever change your website um, hosting service or who you're building your website from, you won't lose those names. But I really, really wish I collected email addresses. Now here's why, okay? You might be thinking, what will I ever need an email address for? I'd been doing comedy for five years. Over my five years, I must have performed in front of tens of thousands of people, passed out tens of thousands of business cards, actually not that many, but I do pass out business cards like they're candy. And all those people, I didn't collect their email addresses. So then when I went to start this podcast, I couldn't reach out to them and tell them like, hey, I want to let you know about this new cool thing that I'm doing. Sign up for it. 
Because here's the thing, people who sign up for your email list are taking the time out of their schedule, whether it takes 30 seconds to two minutes, they're taking that time to do it because they care, because they want to be involved, they want to stay in contact with you. And so you might as well start collecting those people so that in a couple years or whenever, six months, a year, five years, you decide you want to do something or you have a, you want to put together shows or you want to put together festivals or you want to put together Um, a movie and you want to have a premiere, you have a list of people to lean on to invite them. So that's the first thing that I wish I had done. The second thing to promote yourself is social media. I talked about this a little bit in the beginning. Social media is the name of the game today. There are people who are being discovered on social media more so than because of their talent. And I say that not because I want you not to pursue your talents and, but but it's part of the game today. It's part of how people are getting discovered. So as much time as you're spending on your talent, if you want people to notice you, you also have to be out on social media. Now, I'm not the best at social media in the sense that I am not posting constantly. I am not on Insta stories posting my life. I am not on Snapchat posting my life. But I do try to post occasionally um, on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, it's Funny Brown Girl. I try to post every other day um, and same with Facebook. So on the days I'm not posting on Instagram, I'm trying to post on Facebook, alternating between the two. Now, here's the thing. Set up all your social media. So I want you to set up your Facebook, your Instagram, your YouTube, your Pinterest, your Tumblr, and any other one that I'm forgetting right now that may exist that I probably don't even know about. Oh, and LinkedIn, set up your LinkedIn. Now, why am I telling you to set up everything if you don't have the time to do everything, which I can assure you, I don't have the time to do it. Because if you set them all up and you call them all by the same name, so like all of my social media has my full name, Shereen Kassam, it has the same picture of me on all of them across of the way. And then it has links to other social media and to my website. I don't use Pinterest, I don't use Tumblr, Um, but they're growing organically. And so the great thing about that is that they're just, they've been sitting there. Pinterest, I I have no idea how to use Pinterest. I've been learning how to use Pinterest, but I had no idea how to use it. But I already have like 130 followers because I created an account maybe two or three years ago and it's just been sitting there and people have just been following me. Same thing with Instagram and Facebook. You may be thinking, I don't wanna start an account. I don't have any followers. I don't wanna be stuck at zero. I don't wanna look lame. The cool thing with Instagram and Facebook is that when you sign up for a new account using your main email address or your phone number that other people may have in their address book, they will get a notification that you have now started an account and they will follow you. And then when you post your first post or your first story, they actually get another notification that you just posted your first post or your first story. And again, you're going to get followers and then you just need to like leave it there. So if you don't want to focus on it right now, if you don't feel like you have the time or you don't feel like you have the content, at least let it sit there and let it grow organically because when you do need it at least that way it'll be ready for you and in the meantime start learning about it I also say add it to your LinkedIn because you it's a whole different um, clientele on LinkedIn and also if you're like looking for a new job or you're just trying to stick out in your respective field it'll actually make you more interesting to recruiters or to job seekers or people looking for candidates such as yourself If you do decide I do want to spend time on social media and I do want to grow my following, but which ones do I use? I highly suggest Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Those will take up most of your time and there's a lot to learn, especially about Instagram. I really wish I had taken more interest to learn about Instagram and hashtags. Like I've only started learning about hashtags in maybe the last six months. In the past, I was using hashtags, but I was not doing the analysis, like which hashtags get the most followers and which tag hashtags are the most popular. And you can use up to 30 hashtags. I was using like four and I were always like made up ones like 
ones that had no following to them. So they weren't really doing anything for me. So really understand how to use social media and how to use hashtags to grow your accounts and to grow exposure to yourselves and to promote yourself. I totally forgot to mention Twitter. This is what my relationship with Twitter is. It's so love-hate that sometimes I just forget that I'm even on Twitter. I do post on Twitter. I post almost daily when I remember. The problem with Twitter is that you don't get instant gratification, so you don't know if it's working or not. Again, Twitter is very heavily based on using the right hashtags, but I do use Twitter. I highly suggest you get a Twitter account. It's super easy to open, especially if your creative passion is something in writing. So books, poetry, comedy, poetry slams, TV writing, have a Twitter account and start sharing quirky things and sarcastic comments and fun little tidbits about your life. Just be careful what you say because it can come back and haunt you. Let's not forget the Kevin Hart issue, all the Me Too movement issues. People, Twitter will be there forever. So just be careful what you say and what you put up there because it is your online profile. But definitely set up the Twitter profile, even though I totally forgot to tell you guys about it. The number one rule about using social media though, is that the more content that you put out there, the more results you're going to see. So don't be as obsessed if you're not getting followers or likes because you're, if you're not putting out enough content, because it's, it's a whole game. It's a business in and of itself. But what I don't want you to forget about is don't be so obsessed with how many followers and likes you get that you forget why you started your passion project in the first place. I know so many people who get disappointed by their numbers and they're like, why should I even continue? I'm not even getting the views and likes that I want. And I, I will personally tell you that this happens to me. I think it was last year or the year before my boyfriend and I started making YouTube videos like little sketches because um, I was talking to a movie producer and he was saying that the best way to get discovered or even like get auditions was to make sure you have acting skills up on the internet so people can find it and content. And because I wanted to act and I also wanted to be a writer, a TV writer, a film writer, a sketch writer, he said it was a great way to just write your own sketches and then film them and throw them up on the internet. And so that's what I did. And let me tell you that it sounds easy, but it takes a lot of time like to write a sketch, film the sketch, edit the sketch, post it online. I mean, it was a whole week's process and we were putting them up weekly and I just wasn't feeling like I was getting enough exposure and return for my, for my efforts that I stopped doing it. And do I regret it? Yeah, because it was fun. Like I enjoyed doing it, but I only stopped because I didn't feel like enough people were watching it. But I, and I got obsessed. I got obsessed with the numbers so much so that I stopped realizing like why I started this passion project in the first place. So always just go back to what is the end goal? The end goal was for me to, or is to be a sketch writer or a TV writer or a film writer. So it shouldn't matter how many people are watching it. it. All it should matter is that I'm consistent with it, that I'm enjoying it. And then when my time is ready, someone will find it and I will get noticed. So that's what you really need to remember. So with that, what I want to say is find the balance between using social media and working on your craft. Don't spend too much time on social media. You will go crazy. The other thing that I wish I had had when I first started, or at least I created, created it before I got my first phone call was having a bio and a headshot ready and even a reel. Now, some of you may not need a reel. Some of you may need a portfolio or writing samples, but know what you need as a creative or artist in your field and have that stuff ready. Now, again, you may be thinking, I'm not ready for that stuff and that's too far ahead of me. Listen, I'm not, I'm not telling you to spend money on this stuff. You can do all this stuff for free. So for those of you who don't know, a reel is just basically like a two minute clip that highlights all your best work. So for comedy, I have 
Um, it's actually not even a reel for a comedy. For comedy, I just have a two-minute clip of my two best jokes. Um, I also have a five-minute clip because a lot of times people ask you for a five-minute clip. The two-minute clip is usually like for competitions and stuff. And then I also have a two-minute acting reel where I've taken all my acting stuff and created a reel um, of like shots of myself doing my best work. And I just have that ready. Same with the bio. Have a bio ready. A bio is super easy. You can Google it to see examples of it. I would totally read examples of other people's bios and just see what do you like about people's bios and what do you not like about people's bios. But at the end of the day, the bio should be, if you're a comic, it should be a little funny. If it's acting, you should put in a few of the things you've acted in. What inspired you to be an actress? Where do you live? And then something fun and quirky about yourself so people remember you. And then have a headshot. Now, when I say have a headshot, I don't mean you have to go out and spend $300 on professional headshots. What I am saying, though, is that you can find people who will do your headshot for $25. And I don't just mean I do not go on Craigslist and do this, Okay. If you are on any Facebook groups in your community or in your city around like acting or comedy or creatives or artists or even photography or video or filmography, just search in those groups and see if anybody has posted that they will do headshots. Because a lot of times new photographers who are trying to get into the business and trying to get clients will do will do headshots for like $20, $25. And so just get them done and have them. And why do I say this? Okay. When I first started doing comedy, I was like, you know, this is just a hobby and I'm just doing it after work and like no big deal. And then I got a phone call that they wanted to put me on this showcase. It was called Colorstruck and it was a woman of color comedy showcase in Boston. And it was actually quite a big deal. I didn't even realize how big of a deal it was to be on invited to be on the showcase than it was. And the lady called and she was like, cool, we want you on the show. I said, yes. She goes, okay, send me a bio and a headshot because we're printing flyers tonight and I need yours ASAP. Uh Uh-oh, I didn't have a headshot or a bio. I was like, what is she talking about? I was at dinner on Newberry Street with a friend. So what we did is we found these this flower garden, like these shrubs outside of the restaurant. And I bent down so that the shrubs were my backdrop. And she took my pictures on her cell phone. And that is my first headshot, okay? I look like a deer in headlights in it. But that's what you get because I wasn't prepared. And my bio, I mean, when I read my bio now, I'm like, who wrote this? This is awful. Because again, I I wrote it on the fly. I didn't have it prepared. So have these things ready and have them on your cell phone. Have them saved in Google Docs or in Dropbox so that if anybody asks you, you can send them to them right away and nobody's waiting on you. Quick caveat on headshots. If you are an aspiring actor or actress or some other sort of creative that needs a headshot to get booked or to get seen, then spend the money. I'm not saying not to spend the money because if you don't get the greatest headshots, then you won't get the bookings. And I can personally attest to this. When I first started acting, I got headshots done for a hundred dollars and then I didn't book a single thing. And then I went and got new headshots done for two fifty, and there was a quality difference of day and night. And I started booking stuff and I started even getting more auditions. What I'm talking about, about the $20, $25 headshots is that if you're like a comedian or you're, um, a poet or something where they just need a picture for you to put on flyers or websites, or you just need a picture for your own self or like promotions on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, then you can go the cheap route. But if you actually need the headshot to get work, then don't be cheap about it.
I also say network. It is so important when you're promoting yourself to network. We get so lazy, and I'm talking about myself here mostly with social media. We're like, oh, well, I posted today on Instagram and I posted it on Facebook. So I don't have to go out and actually meet people and network because people know I'm trying to do comedy. People see me online. No. It's a whole different vibe when you actually show your face, when you go to events, when you meet people, even if you're not part of the event, go to the event, show support, learn from the event, learn from the people in the event. Even if the event's five or $10, go ahead and pay the five or $10. And if you're really starting to spend too much money, and I don't just mean on events, but between the headshots and the creating a reel and um, going to these events and setting up a website, make sure you're saving all these expenses because these can be all write-offs on your tax return. So keep a detailed list of where you're spending money because you will want to claim this on your tax return. But go to these shows. Also, don't forget to tell your friends and family what you're doing. Tell them about your passions. Tell them about what you're trying to do. And here's why I say that. When I decided that I wanted to do speaking engagements, more corporate stuff, I didn't tell anyone. I just put it up on my website and then I was hoping people would find me. And luckily some people did. But then when people who knew me found out, they're like, why didn't you tell me? We were looking for a speaker. We were looking for an improv facilitator. We would have totally hired you. You should have told us. And so super important to tell your number one supporters what you're trying to do. Take every opportunity you get to promote yourself. So what do I mean by this? On a day-to-day basis, no matter where I am, I could be filling up gas. I could be at the mall. I, I could even be at the cafeteria at work and people will ask me, what do you do or where do you work? Now, depending on the person, I change my answer. My career doesn't necessarily have to define me. When people ask you what you do, you don't have to tell them, oh, I'm a financial analyst or I'm a real estate investor or I'm a call center operator. Those words don't describe you. You can use anything you want. So talk about your passion. If I'm talking to someone and someone asks me, oh, hey, where do you work or what do you do? I usually say, I'm the host of a podcast. Let me tell you about it. Now, obviously, if the person I'm talking to is a white male above 60 years of age who is using a flip phone, I probably wouldn't tell him that. I might give him a different story about who I am or what I do. And so make sure you message yourself. You are your biggest promoter. And so make sure you're utilizing that to your best advantage, okay? When I say take every opportunity you get, I also mean that when someone asks you to be part of an event or a show or help out with something, do it. Do it even if you're not getting paid. Again, don't let someone take advantage of you, but do it for the exposure. When you're first starting out in terms of promoting yourself, it's all about exposure, not money. And even as you start doing comedy from, or not comedy, but any art or creative form for a while, sometimes it's all about exposure. So for example, I do radio. Every week I get up in the morning and I go and do radio. Am I getting paid? No, but I do it for the exposure. When I do the math about like, and I'm very analytical, so I do the math. Like how many new followers did I get from doing the radio? How many people came out to my show? How many people joined my mailing list? Did I see a spike in my podcast listeners? Yes, 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 and yes, that is worth money. And so I don't need to get paid because I got all that stuff. Not saying that if you're from the radio listening to me, I would I would love to be paid. So don't take this the wrong way. But I'm just saying that, not everything is about getting paid. Again, though, don't don't go and undercharge for your for yourself or your skills, um, because that's not going to help you either. A couple of don'ts when it comes to promoting yourself, and not to sound negative in any way, but things to help you out. So again, like I said in the beginning, do not be irritating. 
do not promote yourself over your head. Like do not exaggerate how well you can do. So don't tell someone that you can create an ice sculpture um, of like a castle in 24 hours if you don't think you can do that. I mean, and that's really far off. But a more realistic example is comedy. When you first get started in comedy, people are going to come at you with some really cool stuff to do and you may not be ready for it. Don't exaggerate and don't say yes if you don't think you're ready. Now, I know I had a podcast episode about the power of yes and how you should say yes to everything and then go figure it out. Yes, there are things that you can go and figure out and there's things that you actually need to work on. Michael Jordan couldn't have gone and won a championship on his first day playing basketball. So he shouldn't say yes to doing that, okay? So what I mean by that is when you first start doing comedy, work on your first five minutes. You got your first five minutes. Somebody may come and say, hey, I want you to be on my show. Do 15 minutes and it's next week. In one week's time, you cannot write 10 minutes of funny material. I mean, maybe you can. Maybe you are the next Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock. Maybe you can write 10 new minutes, but you're just starting out. So I'm going to put money on that you can't do that. So what I'm going to say to you is don't sign up to do those 15 minutes because what's going to happen is you're going to walk in there, do your 15 minutes. You're going to bomb. People are not going to laugh. The promoter, the booker, they're going to be upset at you for doing something you weren't ready to do. And then they're not going to book you again for a while until you prove yourself. And so you've just burnt that bridge and you may not get a second chance. So instead, what you should do is if somebody comes at you to do something and you want the exposure and you want to do it, but you don't feel a hundred percent ready. Just tell them, Hey, I don't think I can do 15 minutes, but I can do a tight five. Can I come out there and do a five? And most likely they'll say, yes, they may say we can't pay you then, but at least you'll still get that exposure on stage. And this happens to me a lot, but don't, don't let me saying, don't do something before you're ready to stop you from ever doing something. Okay. Know what you're good at and go and do it. Don't, don't, don't hide behind this phrase. You've got to humble brag. I know that sounds so weird. Cause I, I hate humble bragging. I hate sound. I just hate bragging. I hate sounding douchey, but it's called promoting yourself in this game. It's all about telling people here's what I'm doing and here's what I've succeeded in. And here's what I'm winning at because the more people who know what you're doing and more people who know you're actually succeeding in it, the more people will come knocking on your door to be part of that journey with you. And so you have to put it out there and, and you don't, it doesn't have to be douchey. It doesn't have to be bragging. There are ways to write, um, posts that don't come across that way. Of course, there are ways to write it that do come across that way, but I find that when you use emojis, it kind of takes away the douchiness. So try that. Lastly, don't just promote yourself, but promote the events that you're invited to participate in. Okay. So like if you get, if you get asked to come showcase your art or be part of a, um, concert or be part of a comedy show or act in a film, promote, 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 promote the shows that you're on. Let people know you're going to be there. Let people know that you're going to be on the radio or on somebody else's podcast, because those people remember, and then they invite you back over and over again. So you can't be selfish in who you're promoting. Try to meet the people in your area who are influencers. So whether it's people on the radio, local podcasters, news reporters, try to meet them so that when you do have a really awesome opportunity, you, either they'll invite you to come in to promote it or you can send it to them and they'll promote it themselves. 
Some other smaller things that I would suggest about promoting yourself is business cards. You don't really need business cards right from the start. I, I got a special deal. Vistaprint is running deals all the time. Um, you can get, I think, 500 business cards for 10 bucks. Okay, a pretty good deal. And I think they run a cheaper pr promotion than that. You can just Google like Vistaprint business card promotions. You could probably find a local printer in your area that may do a special deal for you, especially if you tell them you're an artist or creative. Um, I actually have a person I use in Miami and he makes me a thousand business cards and I think it was $20 plus shipping and handling. You don't, don't need a thousand cards. I barely have gotten through them. But the good thing about having a thousand cards is like I have no problem just handing them out left, right and center. So after every show, I have a stack in my hand and I just hand them out and they have my social media on them. And it's basically like, follow me on social, follow me on social, follow me on social. I want to get new cards made that say, follow my podcast, follow my podcast, follow my podcast. But um, I didn't get business cards when I first started, but definitely, I definitely would suggest getting them at some point, especially if you are performing a lot or going to a lot of events, um, and you have your social media set up and your website set up because it is, it is a good branding tool to carry with you and to hand out to people. I also just leave them whenever, um, I'm at a coffee shop or a brewery and they have like those tables or billboards, you know, where people just leave advertising stuff. I just, I I drop a few there too. It's again, all about promoting yourself, exposure. Um, sign up for all the free sites. Um, so like if you're an actor, make sure you are on IMDb. Now there's, there's a cost to be on IMDb if you want your picture on there and some of the other tools, but you can set up a free website, a free site for free. Um, if you're a comedian or a speaker, there's free sites. Um, well, not really free sites. There's sites that people go to to find comedians and speakers like gigsalad.com but they let you post a profile for free if you want to. So find out what are those free sites for your creative art and then go and sign up and be on them because you never know who will find you on them. Join Facebook groups. Facebook groups are the best, especially if you find local ones. So for example, in Orlando, I'm part of the Orlando comedy scene. I'm part of the Orlando independent filmmakers. I'm part of Orlando storytelling, Orlando's writers group, Orlando um, acting group. And just be part of them and then set up notifications so you get alerts whenever someone posts because people are posting all the time like, hey, need a comedian for this show or hey, looking for um, someone to act in this short play that I did or this web series or just keep in touch with people in your community and let them know that you're available. So with that said, if I had to go back and do all of this over again and really start promoting myself from day one, I would have definitely started my social media earlier. I would have definitely been on Instagram and YouTube sooner, really understood how to use both sites. I would have definitely started a mailing list earlier and I would have learned how to use hashtags because you also need hashtags on Pinterest and Tumblr, which I did not realize because I have not been using those on those sites either, but now you know. So with that said, those are the things that I think are really important when it comes to promoting yourself. And again, it's never too early to start building that base, building those building blocks about how am I going to promote myself and just make sure you have your brand. Make sure you, when you're promoting yourself, you're branding yourself at the same time. And so what I mean by that? If you start an Instagram about your art and say you're just posting pictures of like art and doodles and sketches and stuff, don't in the middle of all that post a picture of your food. If you're going to post a picture of your food, that would be an Insta story because that's something you don't want to be on your main page feed because again, you're building a brand while you're promoting yourself. So just keep that in mind as well.
So with that said, I hope you find this helpful. I hope it was interesting. If you have any other questions, feel free again, email me info at funnybrowngirl.com or slide into my DMs at funnybrowngirl. Also, if you live in Sanford, Florida, I will be performing on Friday night, March 15th at nine o'clock at the brewery. I cannot remember the name of the brewery at this point. It's like Compass Brewing or something. I keep telling myself to memorize it, but I can't. But anyways, hit me up or check out my social media and you'll find the information there. So with that, go flex your creative muscle and keep winning. Hey, before you hit pause, did you find this episode helpful and enjoyable? If so, could you leave an Apple podcast, aka iTunes review? It'll take you less than one minute and mean the world to me. The more ratings and reviews the show gets, the more people are able to find this podcast. If you're unsure how to leave a review, no worries. If you're on your iPhone or iPad, go to the homepage of this show and scroll down to write a review. Click on it and you'll be able to rate and review the show. If you're on a Mac from iTunes, go to the show homepage and on the top, click ratings and reviews. Also, please subscribe to get the latest episodes once they drop. If you enjoy the episode and know someone who would love it, please share. From your iPhone, click on the icon with three dots and then share via social media, email, or text. If you want to hear more, head over to funnybrowngirl.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me online. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Funny Brown Girl. Also, sign up for my free newsletter for more tips to advance your creative journey at funnybrowngirl.com forward slash subscribe. And again, if you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Now, go flex your creative muscle and keep winning. Thank you for listening. See you next week.